With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics. Yeah, guys are excited. The guys we're recruiting for this class right now, you know, get to spend quite a bit of time in a new facility. I think it'll help us even more when there's plans and, and mock-ups of what it's going to look like done. Then it'll help us even more when we break ground. Then it'll help us even more when it's uh, up and usable. We'll continue to show guys uh, the facility and, and resources that, they, that they'll have. And listen, recruiting's competitive, so any advantage we can get, uh, we're going to take advantage of. And welcome back here to the Husker Online Show final segment. That was head coach Scott Frost. Um, just discussing Nebraska's new facilities and the impact they've had already on recruiting. Sean Callahan here, Nate Klaus. This segment of the Husker Online Show is brought to you by our friends at Coogler Vision. Nate Klaus, tell them about your experience with Coogler Vision. Well, really, my experience could not have gone better. Uh, I had LASIK a couple months ago and has not only corrected my vision, but just made life in general easier. Uh, no more carrying around uh, any glasses or needing contacts or anything like that. Um, and it, it was a breeze. I, I was shocked how easy it was. So encourage you to check out Coogler uh, Vision to see how they can help you. All right, Nate, uh, we are on the home stretch here, if you can believe it. Um, the way the calendar falls, there's just a few more official visit weekends. In fact, Nebraska will have just three more opportunities to bring in official vis- visitors. Coaches can go out on the road for the um, the live period starting December 1st. That's around the corner here, um, just a couple of days after the Iowa game. And then there's just two full weeks before that early signing day the coaches can be out. But Nebraska really got into it this past week. Um, they brought in a large group of kids, a lot from the state of Florida. What were your biggest takeaways you saw from that recruiting weekend? Well, I mean, my biggest takeaway is just how how much the kind of the feel in general has has changed in in a matter of a week or so. Um, and I'll be honest, heading into the Wisconsin game, you know, you're starting to go, you're starting to look at the calendar and go, okay, you know, it's, it's time to time to make a move here, and and you know, you, you're kind of wondering, okay, what's going to happen, and. And then all of a sudden, you've got seven official visitors that make their way in for the Wisconsin an game. An 11 a.m. game. For an 11 a.m. game. And out of those seven guys, three or four are highly ranked four-star kids. Um, three of them, you know, three of those, those four stars are, are from, uh, or I'm sorry, from Florida. Um, you know, and, and tip your hat to Travis Fisher and the job that he did and, and getting a lot of these South Florida kids on campus uh, for that game. But... Uh, now it's it's looking like Nebraska's a legitimate player for the large majority of, the, of those guys. Um, you know, Marcus Fleming decommitted from Miami while he was on campus before he left to to fly back home. Um, and you know, he's a four-star wide receiver who um, you know he's he's from Miami Northwestern High School. I mean, that's typically been a feeder school to the Hurricanes, and so for him to decommit from the the Canes while he's on campus. You know, usually nine times out of ten, when that happens, that that means that that player is going to end up committing to the school that he was <laughs> visiting when when he made the decommitment. So, how did Miami take that? Did you get any word you from know, your people? I have not. Uh, I have not really heard exactly how Miami has taken that. 
Um, you know, I think it's I think they're kind of used to it, to be honest with you. Um, and, and this would be the hard thing about recruiting to uh, to Miami is the fact that a lot of these South Florida kids, if when you look on their rivals profiles, you'll see that they've made one, two, three decommitments. Uh, you know, a lot of them commit early as like sophomores in high school, and then they decommit and commit to another school as a junior, and then decommit and commit to another school as a senior. So uh, it's a long process for for a lot of those um, you know those schools in the state of Florida, especially in Miami. Um, but I think Nebraska is in a really good spot with with Marcus Fleming, and and he's not your big bodied wide receiver that I think all the fans are clamoring for. But uh, I mean, he's got game changing speed, a ten three eight hundred meter electronic guy you can see one of the fastest kids in the state of florida one of the fastest football prospects in the entire country so um you know and so many other guys darian green warren the four-star corner out of out of california um you know i think nebraska was kind of sitting fourth or fifth for him before that weekend and after that weekend i would say if they're not the leader they are right there uh probably tied for the lead um he told he's straight up told me Nebraska threw a major curveball into my recruitment with this week. The power of the visit. Yeah, the power of the visit. That's And that's kind and of... And it's a game day visit. <clears throat> yep. Big difference. I think for Nebraska, they've got to shoot their gun on Wisconsin and Iowa weekends. I, I just don't think a December first uh, or December eighth weekend visits going to carry near the power of what those two weekends are going to give Nebraska. That's right. I mean, you have to get kids in for uh, a game day unless unless you think that you know what if we bring them in, we get the last visit right before that early signing period. Then you know that might be that might be a strategy. But you've got to know your kid. Uh, nine times out of ten, I think bringing them in for a game day is the the way to do it. You're listening here to the Husker Alliance Show. Sean Callahan, Nate Klaus, as we talk recruiting, Nate. You know, junior college, we, we knew that Nebraska was looking for um, pass rushers, but receiver, that has really ramped up. Xavier Hutchinson came in, committed to Iowa State. Uh, they've had another Juco guy visit as well. What's your sense on Juco receiver recruiting right now, and how much bigger of a priority has that appeared to become? Yeah, right now it's it's still just primarily two two players. It's Omar Manning, the four star. What's going on with Manning? <clears throat> well, I mean, he is he's about as low key as they come. So no one's really getting any information. Not right really, now. but I I can't tell you that Nebraska is still very much in the mix here. Um, I think he's planning on taking an, another trip or two. Uh, but I mean, he's he had one of the more productive seasons out of you know any junior college receiver in the country. And uh, so, I mean, he's got he's got a lot of schools after him. So we'll see what happens there. But the Huskers have been on him from very early on, and they've been on him hard. Um, and that's he's the guy that they need. I mean, he's six he's six three, two twenty, two twenty five. I mean, he's he's <laughs> probably almost looks like a linebacker uh, at first glance, more than uh, more than a wide receiver. But they need that big physical presence on the outside, and, and Manning brings that to the table. Xavier Hutchinson, you mentioned is uh, committed to Iowa State, uh, and he too is very low-key. Um, you know, and I think he wanted to handle this visit. He didn't want this thing to, to get a, a bunch of publicity. Um, he's been a commitment to Iowa State since last June, has, has pretty much stayed loyal to them. Um, he's and they're not doing, really, it's a good program yeah, right now. Yeah, and it's, it is a good program right now. Um, you know, and, and he's not really doing any interviews. We were able to catch up with his, his coach, who was – pretty diplomatic uh and, and walk the line uh you know I, I think he was when you're cheating on your wife you don't yeah. really want to talk about it yeah he, yeah he, he, 
he said, you know what, um, you know, he's, he he kind of <laughs> he kind of gave out props to both Iowa State and Nebraska, and, and didn't really tip his hand one way or the other. So, you know, that's he's obviously interested enough to visit. So we'll see what what happens. But certainly, Nebraska would like to add at least one JUCO wide receiver, and I think if they could get both these guys, they would definitely take them. The next, and this is the I'm going to be that guy that's in the RSS chat every week, Nate. The next commit for Nebraska <laughs> is who? I think it's going to be Jamoy Hodge, the the linebacker out of uh, Independence Community College. Dream you, baby. Dream you. Uh, and and I think that uh, you know he 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 probably had he not had his official visit to Arizona locked in uh, prior to his his trip to Nebraska, I think there's a good chance he would have committed on the trip. Uh, but he's he's taking the trip to Arizona this weekend. And he told me he's like I, I got my the decision will be made soon. And I say, well, how soon after Arizona? And he's like, pretty, pretty much immediately that that Monday probably. So we're I think we I think we'll know uh, by Monday. Uh, you know, there's a good chance at least that we know by Monday where Jamoy Hodge is going, and and he's a big piece too. I mean, he's six two, two twenty five, inside linebacker. Um, you know, and and he absolutely loved the trip. It has really hit it off very well with Barrett Rude. And, you know, one thing he mentioned to me that I'm kind of surprised more linebacker recruits don't mention is the fact that he's like, you know what, to, to have the opportunity to play for the all-time tackles leader at the University of Nebraska uh, and have him, be, you know, be my position coach. And plus, he went on and had a very successful career in the NFL. And, um, you know, it kind of embodies everything there is to, to be about Nebraska football when you look at the whole rude lineage. Uh, you know, I, I think that that carries a lot of weight with him. And, and that's something, I, like I said, I feel like there's, um, you know, that doesn't get brought up as much as you might think. But uh, uh, so I think Jamoy Hodge could be that guy. And, and uh, you know, another thing that, that got brought up a couple times to me was Scott Frost's contract extension. Um, you know, I, I think that. Uh, between the just the news of that, and then you know, I, you know I'm, I'm sure that it got brought up with with some of the coaches or whatever. But between that contract extension and then the new football facility, you know, those are those are two things that that you know really impress recruits or kind of stuck with recruits this past weekend. Well, recruiting is really ramped up. Nate and Greg Peterson will be down in Tulsa over the weekend as they plan to watch Sevion Morrison in a playoff game. So. Uh, even though the Huskers are on the road and Rob and I will be in Maryland, uh, the recruiting team will be on the road as well. So make sure you log on to HuskerOnline.com as things are only just beginning here with recruiting. Thanks again for joining us this week on Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics.